tweeting about you, bruh. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Well, the boys, these guys are a little bit concerned. Ezekiel Elliott still missing an action from Cowboys camp. The star running back missed today's physical and conditioning run as the rest of the team opened up their training camp. Elliott, who's reportedly planning a holdout to force the boys' hand for a new extension, made headlines for missing the Cowboys' flight to California yesterday. He's seeking a deal that exceeds uh, Rams running back Todd Gurley's four-year $57 million contract. The Pro Bowlers led the league in rushing two of his three seasons, and he has two years remaining on that rookie deal with salaries of $3.85 million and $9.1 million, his fifth-year option. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones not very happy at all, stating, quote-unquote, he's late. Jones says he expects everyone under contract to attend training camp. Official uh, practice is Saturday, but they think they can get a deal done. The waiting game continues with Melvin Gordon as well. The Chargers running back in danger of missing real games as his holdout threatens to carry into the NFL's regular season. While the two sides have exchanged proposal, there's uh, mounting pessimism that Gordon will not report to the Bolts anytime soon. That's bad news for Charger fans and betters. If Gordon isn't available to start camp, L.A. is going to rely on Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, and Dutras Newsom to carry the load. The former first-round pick has uh, one year and $5.6 million left on his rookie contract. He could lose 40 k every day of camp miss. The Los Angeles Rams have given extensions to head coach Sean McVay and GM Les Snead uh, keep the duo under contract through 2023. The Rams coach has been a revelation since being hired in 2017 to replace Jeff Fisher as head coach. He's won 24 games in his first two years and took his team to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2001, a loss to the Patriots. The Rams are set to move into their new $5 million stadium, $5 billion stadium next year as well. The Saints and receiver Michael Thomas are close to hammering out a long-term extension. That's the word. Thomas was a no-show at training camp today and is seeking a contract with an annual salary of $20 million. If he gets it, that'll make him the highest-paid receiver in the National Football League. The 26-year-old uh, set to earn just a shade over $1 million in his final year of the rookie deal, uh, despite increased production every single season. This guy's number's unbelievable. In three seasons, he's racked up 3,778 receiving yards and 23 touchdowns since coming out of Ohio State. The Miami Dolphins have inked wideout Alan Hearns on a one-year deal worth $3 million. The Cowboys released him last week. He's likely going to battle Bree Butler and Jakeem Grant for the four, a number four receiving role on the fish. Former Green Bay Packer defensive tackle Michael Daniels finalizing a deal with their NFC North rival, the Detroit Lions. Uh, this just in. More to come on that story. CFL action, fellas. Battle of the best. 5-0 Winnipeg heads to 4-1 Hamilton. Two of the best teams in the league. Bombers minus two. Total 52.5 MLS soccer tonight. 7.30 action, Sporting KC at NYCFC, New York City Football Club, minus 163. 10 o'clock, we got Los Angeles FC, they're minus 200 versus Atlanta United. FIFA fast-tracking the expansion of the 2023 Women's World Cup. They now have 32 teams. Round two of the PGA's WGC FedEx St. Jude. Matthew Fitzpatrick on fire today, 600 for the day, 900 for the tournament. He leads Cam Smith. Uh, right now, and he is eight under par. So, yeah, guys are going low the rest of the tour at the Barracuda Championship in Reno, Nevada. Round two, this tournament uses the modified Stableford scoring system. So we don't want minus this week. We want plus. And Tom Hoagie Sandwich leads at plus 21. Big Bo Hostler, one shot back at plus 20. They're going low in the altitude. In the pool, Caleb Dressel has beaten Michael Phelps' longstanding world record in the butterfly today. He bested his mark by 0.32 seconds with an amazing time of 49.50 in the World Aquatic Championships in South Korea. 
MLB news. Marcus Stroman denying a report that the Blue Jays are working on an extension with him. He says the Jays' front office is showing no signs of him signing him long-term. That story broke last night. Stroman says, hey, he's come to terms with being dealt. It's going to be eventually a, a thing that's going to go down, he believes. The Yankees, Twins, and Phillies appear to be the front runner for the 28-year-old pitcher's services. Reports indicate the New York Mets want a lot. They want the Minnesota Twins' top two prospects in their system if they're going to trade away ace Noah Syndergaard. The Chicago Cubs have acquired lefty Derek Holland from the San Francisco Giants for cash considerations. We all love cash. The Phillies reportedly interested in Cincinnati Red starter Tanner Rourke. And uh, a reminder, MLB matchups and betting lines, 15 games on the docket. Gabe and I will go through all the betting board. And there's one early game, not at 7, 640 action. It's Colorado at Cincinnati. That game gets going before the end of the show. Reds minus 140, eight and a half. And Marquez is taking on Castillo in a very, very solid pitching match. It's Friday, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk a little Bano about the best CFL game on the board. Winnipeg and Hamilton, the two best teams in the league, duke it out tonight in the hammer. We'll break down the MLB and talk every sport story in between. So stick around, everybody. If it bets, we're all over it. Stick around. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio, hosted by Gabriel Morenci, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage, our radio has begun live from Studio 34 on this uh, Friday afternoon. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Throwing it down. We'll get uh, to the Major League uh, Baseball board, get you caught up to date as far as uh, St. Jude uh, is concerned. A little PGA uh, talk. NFL training camps uh, have opened up pretty much across the board. And uh, we've already got a bunch of injuries. Uh, the New York Giants, uh, Sterling Shepard, uh, fractured thumb. Um, Corey Coleman, done for the year, although... Corey Coleman uh, was pretty much uh, done for the year three years ago, uh, people. And uh, Corey Coleman wasn't going to bring much to the table uh, anyways. Uh, But we just heard uh, Cam bring up uh, Zeke Elliott. That's not a surprise. Zeke Elliott's not going to show up until the the final possible moment. Basically, just uh, skip camp and um, whatever. What are they going to do? Nothing. Uh, Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, starting to think that this Melvin Gordon stuff could actually get deep and, uh, and ugly. Cam Stewart, what's going on, Cam? You're absolutely right, Gabe. This Melvin Gordon thing, he said it too. He's like, listen, I'm not screwing around here. I want a deal. He's on the last year of that rookie deal. And when he came out of Wisconsin, you know, solid running back and all. But I'll tell you, when when Eckler and Jackson filled in, they did a hell of a nice job for the Bolts. So I don't think, uh, I think it's a different situation. You bring up a really good point with Elliott. They'll bow down to him, even though Jerry Jones is saying he's late. Well, you know, they'll work that out. And they also don't want to get him, him all worked up before camp. But the Gordon thing is very, very different. I'm with you. And I think uh, this could drag on. They're talking in, in, into regular games. And, hey, Eckler's moving up draft boards and, and Jackson, too. They did a great job when they filled in for him before. Yeah, they did. Uh, but they're not Melvin Gordon. No, they're not. They're not. And, you know, this is. Melvin Gordon you know, is sort of a, a case study. But listen, basically, we're in an era right now when nobody really respects um, respects running backs very much. Well, and contracts. About contracts. <laughs> no, but I'm, yeah, but I'm talking about running backs. People don't respect the running back uh, position. Uh, we live in an analytic uh, fantasy world now, and people, everyone thinks running backs are replaceable. And in some offenses, they are. 
I don't think the sky would fall on the Chargers um, without him. Uh, but at the same point in time, if you know Philip Rivers' window of opportunity isn't um, isn't that big right now, and you can talk about Ecker, you can talk about uh, Jackson and stuff, uh, Cam. But what if one of them gets hurt? Right? Then we got a real problem. Yeah, and then, yep. and then they they have uh, and they have big big problems. <laughs> it's it's a debate of running backs want to get paid, teams don't want to pay them. I think what will happen, listen, Melvin Gordon is going to lose $40,000 a day if he doesn't show up soon. That that, we're not at that point yet, but he doesn't have the type of money that Le'Veon Bell had before. But he saw Le'Veon Bell uh, do the exact same thing and end up on the New York Jets. And Philip Rivers talking about how deep they are, essentially saying we don't need Melvin Gordon, is it going to help uh, the situation? But uh, we'll get into that and more. But Bando will step up and in. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions. Ready to rage. Our radio continues. I'm Marenzi. Midtown Manhattan Studio 34 uh, today. Uh, Fridays uh, will be in the studio. As, uh, Friday is a big uh, race night. And um, the uh, the studio that we're in, uh, that's part of the deal. We, we have access to it uh, six days uh, a week or six and a half days a week. So basically Friday evenings, it's, uh, it's the horse racing show. Um, that takes over. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what are you going to do? You guys, you guys get six and a half. <laughs> That's the best game, I'll tell you. And it was kind of interesting because I'm looking, I'm like, Friday, I was really hoping that you were there today because, yeah, you said it, though, like, Friday is the big day. Monmouth, Saratoga, Gulfstream, like, everybody and their mother comes out to play on Sunday. So if I was hearing those people go wild before, imagine doing it on Friday, Gabe, they'd be putting you in orbit. There'd be a lot of noise there, friend. Yeah, and uh, it'll it'll be a lot of noise um, come football season on uh, Saturday and Sundays uh, there as well. Uh, just there'll be a lot of noise uh, tonight in Hamilton. Uh, Babano steps up and in uh, right now. Talk about this football game, uh, a game uh, that he will be going to. Um, he might be uh, he might be in the parking lot now. Uh, he might be up. in a local delicatessen uh, getting a nice bowl of soup. Uh, before the football game tonight, <laughs> who knows where he is? What's up, Abano? Yeah, that Fairweather Brewery right now, my favorite craft beer place in town. Uh, getting well hydrated and well lubricated. Hold on, uh, hold on. let me let me just ask you. So, so you got a nice plug in there, so they yeah, they should definitely <laughs> give you something. What's the place? Fair? What, what what's it called? Fairview. What? Fairweather. Fairweather Brewing Company. Fairweather? Well, like Fairweather. Fairweather, fan, fan, yeah. yeah, Fairweather friend, Fairweather drinker. Okay, I just... Well, I'm no Fairweather fan, but I'm a, I'm a Fairweather fan of beer. I'm not a Fairweather sports fan. Let's uh, make sure we uh, get our... You drink beer every day. You're an alcoholic. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm raving lush here. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> no, but I was going to say... Um, 
you said it's your favorite local like uh, brewery yeah. house, and I'm just wondering, like, how many actually are there in Hamilton? Actually, Hamilton's growing for that stuff. There's three Gabe's or four. I can tell okay, you off the top three of my four? head. Yeah. There's, All right. there's Fairweather, Grain and Grit, Collective Arts, Barrett Brewing. There's a few. Yep. That guy is a big fan of yours, Marenzi. Own Nickelbrook. We should get on get on on that stock. They're making a killing. Nickelbrook, They're like the best craft brewer. Yeah, that guy used to listen to our show back in the day. Never heard of him. Oh yeah, yeah, I've definitely. I've, yeah, I've yeah, tried, I haven't been there as often, but I've been there a couple times. It's good too. All right, all right. We, I, I take it back. I stand corrected. <laughs> three, three or four of these places. So I'm yeah, talking. So what is it like? I'm, is it like steam whistle across the street from like the Rogers Center? Like you got the big vats and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, you could, you could actually go in the back of most of these places, and you'll see them actually make the beer and 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 start to and all the uh, machines they've got back there to to craft it to uh, put the ingredients together. They're like mad scientists back there. They're experimenting. They're adding this. They're subtracting that. It's pretty cool, actually, if you take a tour of some of these places and the process they go through. They're like the soup Nazi. But Bano's living a pretty good life. Beer tours, and every time we talk to him, he's got something on the go. Life's pretty good. Beer tours, diners, football games. I told you, but <laughs> Bano lives the life of a retired, uh, of a retired senior. Like he just, he, he, you're already, you're already in retirement mode. All I'm missing is meeting my old geezer buddies at the mall for coffee every morning. At oh, like you're going to the game with your old geezer buddies uh, tonight. Like all you're missing <laughs> is, your, is your hair, like. Your hair, you still have all well, your hair. Well, no, it's actually turning gray, so we're to stay, exactly. stick with the old man motif. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. You're going you're gonna to have that slick back white hair, but yeah, yeah. let's be real. You're going to dye your hair, right? you got to dye your hair after. Uh, there's going to be some Grecian formula just for men in my future, probably. <laughs> only, it'll be, be only you and your barber will know. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, so tonight's game, big one, actually, good one. Well, first of all, more than anything, more than just us winning the game, which I hope we do, we need a good football game tonight to save the CFL week from the two stink bombs, two miserable, pathetic football games last night. I, I try to defend the CFL at every opportunity. I can't defend what we saw last night. Those were two horrible football games. It's been uh, the quality of play it's hasn't been, been really very good bad. the last month, I would say. Real bad. Turnovers? There's a lot of bad teams. Toronto yep. aren't very good. Like, and I'm being nice when I say they're not very They suck. They're horrible. They're horrible. Um, the BC Lions are terrible. Calgary's offense is is eh. basically, you know, that under was like free money last night. And I brought it up a battle. You know, Nick Arbuckle, this isn't the same Calgary team as past years. There's a there's going to be a changing in the guard. I know you, Babano, you've been very high on the Bombers all year long, actually even before the year started. And, you know, I know Edmonton's not perfect, but I don't think we're going to have a fresh great cup this year, guys. It's going to be like Hamilton versus Winnipeg, Edmonton, you know, hell, Montreal might. It might be one of these weird years where Montreal surprises, actually. I wouldn't discount them. All they got to do is win a game or two. They're going to be in the playoffs. You know, Ottawa aren't very good. But tonight should be a high level of football. Uh, but It should be a great game uh, tonight with the Bombers and the Ticats. It should be, and I've got to be totally honest. I, there's no way I'm betting against Winnipeg. Uh, they have made me a ton of money in the CFL this year. They've been my most profitable team, 5-0 and straight up, 5-0 and against the spread. You're always cashing a ticket so far if you back the Bombers, and they're a complete football team. I think Mike O'Shea, and the, there's, co- there's continuity with the coaching staff, same coach, same coordinators. Matt Nichols, 12 touchdowns, one interception. That's pretty good. Uh, Andrew Harris running the ball has been excellent. I love that Paul LaPolice, 
uh, is using him catching the ball too. What a nice grab he had for a touchdown against Ottawa last week. Can catch the ball, can actually run routes down the field. Very unique for a running back to be able to do that at a high level. The defense is fantastic. They've got great special teams. Paul LaPolice, the only offensive coordinator that everyone knows in the CFL. <laughs> He's been there yeah. for a while now. People he always has. say that like about every team. This guy, oh, Paul LaPolice is there. He's turn that offense around. So, you know what, though? Yeah, you know, we're talking about a head coach. And you know, Babano, I thought in camp, I thought at the time, I was like, I don't know how this guy's going to coexist with Mike O'Shea. LaPolice was like O'Shea's coach before, probably at one exactly. time. Like, you know, La Police was a head coach and a respected head coach, and now you're just a coordinator. It's not the NFL where that happens all the time. It's it's rare in the CFL that you're a head coach and then you're a coordinator after. But La Police seems to like him, Babano. He doesn't have to worry about the media. There's not like the pressure's not on him. He's part of the team. He makes some money, and uh, he loves the Bombers organization. And, and I'll and tell you something. Well, and he's designing a nice offense. I think they respect each other. You know what it is? You know what it is? We know Mike O'Shea, Gabe, Bavano, right? When we, we and Gabe are yep. doing shows and he came down, he seems like a good guy. Gabe, he doesn't have the ego to get into, like, a guy's face and go, you know, I'm running the show here, pal. Like, I think Mike O'Shea understands how to delegate, and he's done a great job doing it. So, good call. Yeah, and to me, the Winnipeg is not a team I have any interest going against tonight. Here's the what you got to like for Hamilton. First of all, you don't like Simone Lawrence isn't playing. He's serving the first game of his suspension. But what you like is that the schedule can't be any better for you to try to, you know, hand Winnipeg their first loss. You're off a bye week. You didn't travel before the bye. You're not traveling after the bye. You've had just an immense amount of time to get ready for this game, game plan, scheme, prepare for Winnipeg. I mean, from a situational perspective, it could be any better. It's a home run spot for Hamilton. However, the home run spot doesn't mean you're going to win the football game. I think Winnipeg wins a close one. That's the way I see it. I would honestly back Winnipeg or nothing in this game. The total's been hammered down. I can see it. I thought it opened way too high at 55. Uh, Winnipeg's defense is the best in the league, number one against the run. Uh, Hamilton's defense is a little bit underrated. They've allowed 16 or less points in their three previous home games, which they all won. Uh, I think it stays under the total. I already bet the over. <laughs> I, I'm with, actually, you know what? I'm actually with you, Marenzi. Like these other two and a half. stinkers last night, they went under. Tonight's game's going over. Both teams are going to score. I like Hamilton tonight. I think to Babano's point, I think it's a great situational spot. I think uh, if you really looked at the line before, Hamilton would have been a two-point uh, home favorite. Now they're two because of the respect Winnipeg's getting. You're getting a little bit of swing in the line, a four-point differential. I think Hamilton squeaks out a win. I'll take the points as a dog, Marenzi. I got two and a half and got it to three, but it's down to two. Give me the tie. I love it, Sam. Oski-wee-wee, baby. I can tell you we're not home underdogs very often. I, that's for sure. These uh, these are the best teams in the league by far. I mean, Winnipeg 5-0. Yep. and oh. They put up 169 points in five games. They've only given up 80 points in five games. Very impressive. Only 80 points in five games, man. Hamilton could score, though, Gabe. We could score. That's 16 points a game. I will say this about Winnipeg's defense, guys. Last two weeks, they faced Jonathan Jennings and Bethel Thompson, Toronto and Ottawa. Let's see how they do tonight. All right, game time decision will be right back. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel of DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or become one of the countless number of people that have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools at NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and various sport wagering and get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You get lineup alerts, ownership projections, percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same daily lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, uh, with us. Uh, right now, and uh, Babano, I was reading uh, the New York uh, Post uh, today, and um, I saw uh, I saw Vegas Insider um, or Vegas uh, Vegas Insider uh, Vsin, not Vegas Insider Vsin, as a as a daily a daily uh, pick of the day, and uh, it wasn't your uh, play of the day, uh, but it was some uh, some hockey futures. And I got, I thought, I was, I was like, wow, man, here we are, mid-July, and you're already on the hockey futures. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny, the Bill, the guy at VSIN that coordinates all their written material, uh, they contribute uh, sports betting content for the New York Post, and that some, they'll ask me for articles or content about specific topics, and they approached me to write something about the NHL uh, season point totals in the future. So I did that with a focus, of course, on the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders, the New York area teams. And uh, like I said in that article, I think the Devils and Rangers, the arrows pointing up, and I think the Islanders are going to take a step back next year. But you're right about it being very early to talk hockey. I, I can't take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy, I appreciate the, well, listen, the numbers are there and they're going to move. Um, so, um, you know, if you like them, you jump, uh, jump on them. All right, uh, so speaking of moving numbers, the number keeps coming down, too. It's, uh, I got it at 52 and a half. I was at the book at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon today, and uh, the total for tonight's game was 52 and a half. I see FanDuel now has it at an even 52. Both the games sailed under the number last night. Uh, we've, been, we've been hitting these, uh, these unders. The first half unders, the game unders, um, the unders have been cashing. But Babano thinks this one uh, continues to stay under the number. I think it's a higher scoring game, and Cam believes it's a higher scoring game. Um, Saskatchewan and BC uh, tomorrow. This is at four o'clock local time, so seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock local time. It is uh, family day at uh, at uh, BC Place uh, tomorrow. I know because I was supposed to go to the football game, but unfortunately, I couldn't make it out to the West Coast. Um, so. It's family day tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, so it's an afternoon game uh, there. Uh, BC are sort of regressing. I mean, they played uh, better earlier in the year when they were losing close, and the wheels have just sort of started to fall off uh, for them, but I, I think they come to play tomorrow. 
uh, at home family day. They've had another. I agree. <laughs> they've had more practices to get this together. They're not as bad as they showed. Um, Cam, what do you think of tomorrow's game? And then uh, Babano. Couldn't be more in agreement, Gabe. This is what happens, right? You have a winless team who's playing like junk. It's spots. This is their spot. They played better in the last game. They also had a kick return go against them. Very close. You're at home. Revenge spot. I'm down with the program. Give me the BC Lions. I will take them outright. And if you want to do a teaser with both dogs tonight, I think both dogs win. I, 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 I'm with BC, Gabe. I really think they get it done, too. I, I this, this is their week. I'm going to smash that game. It's one of my favorite games of the week. I like it better than tonight's game. You know, BC kept, you know, early, uh, Babano, BC were playing well, but they would blow leads. And uh, then they won that weird game against the Argos when the Argos stepped out of bounds. And then since then, they've been, you know, they haven't been very good. They can't protect uh, the quarterback. To me, the biggest beef I have with BC when I watch them is the play calling blows. You can't protect your quarterback for so for some reason you keep on having him drop back to pass and doing the same thing over and over instead of the quick hits and just get rid of the ball quickly. But what do you think of the game, Abano? You know what? It's it seems too easy to take Saskatchewan. They're only laying two and a half on the road in this game, which is hard to believe considering they just smacked BC last week. I'm kind of in the camp of Cam and and you, Gabe. I I think it's telling you take BC here. Uh, in this game, they're going to keep losing every single game with, and it's a short turnaround revenge spot. I wish I was getting more points than two and a half, but it just seems like, you know, BC does show up here in this game. I know over the last decade, there's been an angle in the CFL point spread wise, where if you take a home underdog that is playing with revenge, same season revenge, and they're a home underdog, they're cashing it at a 59, 60% clip uh, ATS over the last decade. So that fits BC here. They haven't played well. Their offensive line stinks. Their defense has been terrible as well. But there were signs of life in the first half. There was one play that I think turned that game around last week. Saskatchewan got a kick return touchdown right before halftime. I thought BC played a really good first half up till that point. That broke their back. It was not the same BC team coming out of halftime. Saskatchewan took over. They rided the momentum of that kick return touchdown. Uh, but I thought the Lions played a good first half. They actually outgained Saskatchewan on the ground last week, 122 to 101. So that offensive line's been much maligned, but they did take some small, teeny weeny steps forward last week, even in a loss. I, I think it's their spot, too. Uh, it just seems to me like it's just they're begging you to take Saskatchewan here. They crushed BC last week. They're only laying, why are they only laying two and a half here uh, in the rematch? Uh, I think BC will probably find a way to get the win. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody use teeny weeny on any uh, show I've ever done before. 18 years, but bad. (laughs) Teeny weeny. Yeah, there's an old man reference right there. Yeah, also, yeah, but it's like the the time you use the term canvassing. Yeah, there's some canvassers outside. You mean telemarketers? Canvassers looking to get some money for me. Canvassers. (laughs) Yeah. Told you, but bad. All your unique words for me, yeah. All that's missing for you is uh, is the gray hair. That's It'll right. What happened, Gabe? He's getting there. Yep. Time waits yep. for no one, Marenzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually... 34 years old. I act like <laughs> a double is that, bat. 68. Is that, background? Is, that, is, is that you in the background at the beer? Because I've had voices in my head all week, and I'm just going to, like, snap pretty soon. Is that at the beer factory? Tell those guys to shut up while you're doing your hit. No, it's just a little light music playing in the background of the speaker system. So oh, okay. that's that all I hear. Cam, music. Cam Surly. Cam Surly today. <laughs> well, at least you, know, you still have your hair. I did uh, 
I uh, I had to fill out an application, another racing and uh, gaming commission al- application. I got them all over North America now, and um, okay. on it says like uh, you know eye eye color height weight, and I got the hair color, and I actually didn't know. I've never filled it out like like this. I didn't know. I was like, dude, what what do you put if you're bald? Like, do you put none? Or you put B for brown or bald? Tan. Um, tan. Tan. <laughs> she told me to leave it blank. Actually, you got a nice. You look good, Morant. You got some blank. color, out you, but you got a nice. You got a good dome. I've seen a lot of guys who are like bald. No, you, you know, know what they, they got to like, do? If, there, if, the if, there, if there's an other category, it's perfect. If there's yes. another category, other. you put in squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. There you go. Squeaky clean. Uh, Mr. Mr. Clean. Squeaky clean. Are you going to fit that on an application, Ben? Let's be realistic. Uh, the other one, too, you, you don't often get this. Like uh, the like on, in the Ontario one when we bought the horse, they didn't ask me for my race. So uh, I got asked race, and I didn't know. So I had to ask the uh, the woman. I said, so do I put, like, W for white or do I put C for Caucasian? She told me, put whatever the hell you want to put. <laughs> exactly. I went with C, <laughs> Caucasian. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense to me. Um, yeah, it was just some serious stuff, man. I got fingerprinted, Cam. Are you serious? Yeah, but not like, I. they were like, all right, fingerprint. Dude, I like that. I just submitted to an FBI background check. So, oh boy. Yeah. So I figured, like, all right, whatever. You take your thumb and I get your thumb. No, 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 no. Like, dude, like, I, I, I thought I was being like uh, incarcerated. Essentially, like, they they fingerprinted all ten fingers. Oh, not even a couple. Not no, even no, the all ten. Like all, even my you pinky. Got a, you got a palm. Oh, buddy, I hope you're not involved in a place where there's a big crime or you put your palm on the window then, or something. Oh no. I know. Oh, now I'm no. in the database. Oh, right. now. <laughs> you are. I'm, I'm, don't worry. I'm in the database. And then too. she's like, "All right, and now your thumbs only." I was like, "You just did them." And my thumbs. And she's like, "All right, put your hand in a palm now and put it on the paper." My uh, hand all black after. Yep. Yeah, and it's tough to wash off. That stuff's tough. I got. I got I'm it in the out. database too. And then after, uh, I'm in the database. after I was done, she goes, uh, "Has anyone ever told you you sound just like Vin Diesel?" <laughs> oh, here we go. I get it all the time. Uh-oh. It's like, yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, I have. I have heard that. Uh, I have I have heard that. So, um, yeah, I know we're cleared. We're good to go. Uh, I already have my pass, actually. I will bust it out a little bit later uh, here. But uh, I am now approved. I'm approved by the Ontario Racing Commission and the New Jersey Racing Commission. I'm a real horseman now, Cam. I like it, yeah. It's funny. I was just looking at the horses in the next race at uh, Saratoga. Listen to the name of this horse. Looking at bikinis. Looking at bikinis. <laughs> yeah, I'm betting it. How can you not? <laughs> it's a favorite. Actually, too. it's funny I mean, you mentioned that. At- honors, honor. There's one that's called honors in that race and bikinis. That guy that I that sends me horse picks likes that in an exact in that race. So I don't know. If it's oh yeah, win, three eight. That's what yeah, those were the fa- those were the two favorites. Babano three eight. Yep, at Saratoga. You got it. Race nine. Cam's looking, uh, Some, looking at bikinis. Somebody's mic's on, Gabe. Gabe, I'm telling you, if that, that's Yang's mic. I can feel it. Bikinis with honors. There you go. You got a nice exacta there. Uh, <laughs> I can hear it. Yeah, I hear like a weird wind or something. See? I don't know. Hey, the Yang. Background. I'm, Yang. I'm on echo. Yang. Now it's hey, gone. Up, buddy? See? No, is, is the mic on? 
I think it was. See? Echo. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Or it's just driving me nuts. Last night it was all in my ear. You know what? It's crazy. I really couldn't. <sighs> I got a fan and air conditioner in here, but. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like Cam was about to snap. Like. I don't know. Like I said, like it's like uh, little little Jimmy on The Simpsons. Don't worry. Don't worry, Jimmy. We'll get to one California day. one day. No, yeah, if sure. If I was in the studio with you, we'd go for a couple cold ones tonight just to blow off some steam. Thanks, Babano. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions continues. Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi. Throwing it down with the raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, who is on the verge of uh, raging. As it's uh, yeah. 540 Eastern time, and uh, Cam needs booze. Stat. Good point. Actually, I had a bad... Uh... We had a uh, my girlfriend had a court uh, issue uh, today. It didn't go uh, in her favor with some uh, things that are happening with the fight? estate. So we owe the, we owe the lawyer ten grand. Uh, these guys are four hundred dollars an hour. She's on the verge. It's just one of those uh, one of those days. I say, baby, I'll try to help you. I'll talk to you at seven p.m. when I'm done the show here. We'll, we'll oh talk. Boy. Sounds, yeah, that is. <laughs> I love you, Gil Gabe. But that's, that's not good type you, of drinking. Man, that's not good drinking. No, it, no, like, yeah, no, 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 ugly no, no, like, yeah. no, 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 we're not, no, I said no, 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 we're not going ugly drinking, we're just, we're going to have a little talk, uh, plan B, plan B. How Dairy Queen tonight. Or, I love Dairy Queen, oh yeah, I can go for a real, uh, a blizzard with score bar, one of my favorites. You can't, you can't avoid alcohol, even now, like uh, Taco Bell. Oh, I'm, no, I, Taco I Bell here. I can't get wasted on Friday nights, Gabe. You can, it's one of those things. I just, I hate the feeling of the hangover. It's, uh, it ain't cool, you know? Paco Bell it here, um, now selling like Baja, Baja uh, slushies and whatever, except with alcohol if you want. So now you can basically get sloshed, eat Taco Bell and get sloshed at the same time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Exactly. Uh, it's about damn time Taco Bell like serve booze. <laughs> been a long, been a long time coming. I remember I went to Germany a year. It's a long time ago. It was in the eighties. I was in Germany and um, it did freak me out. I'd never seen that before. Uh, they have beer in um, in McDonald's in Germany. It's like soda, but you know, and they, and they have beer as well. But they have that here in New York too. Now, not at McDonald's. They don't serve alcohol at McDonald's because they're not insane. They already have, like, a bunch of, like, uh, junkies and crackheads hanging out there as it is. So the alcohol wouldn't help. But Burger King will do anything for a buck. And just as everything on the Burger King menu is basically a dollar now, and you know, and you know it's not good, like, when it doesn't even look good on TV. Because you can make anything look good on TV. I yeah. Mean, you can make me and Cam look good on TV. 
Yeah, like their nuggets uh, are a real problem. No, they're uneatable. Like, they're unedible. No, no, they're sponge. I told you, like, uh, I went to Casino Windsor before. It was the first time I tried those uh, Burger King nuggets. Like, I was sick. And you know me, Gabe. Like, I drink many colas a day. All like you. I, I, I crush food. Like, bad stuff, good stuff. Like, these nuggets put me in, like, all. Oh, like, it was like there was razor blades in them. They were horrible. Uh, that's what you get for it. 10 pieces for they were 99 cents at the time. How the hell are you going to make 10 nuggets for 99 cents? I should have known too good to be true. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they're not going to lose money on the deal. So you have to wonder how much did it really cost them for these? Exactly. And you know, there's a problem like when the cardboard packaging that they put it in is like more expensive than the meat that you're eating. Good point. I'm just saying. I like your shirt, by the way. That's an old, an oldie but goodie. Yeah, okay. remember that one? I remember when you were packing up your stuff when we were doing the final shows there. I'm like, I really like the silver font. Sharp. Sports rage. May the winners be yours. Winners be and yours. And uh, in the back. I hope we had some winners. Fancy. I like the silver. Great. It's a great color for the shirt. It's like a boxer shirt. You know, with the silver and gold fonts. Good look. Uh, Kyle. Uh... Kyle, uh, Kyle in Atlanta uh, got this custom made for us. It was a gift. Nice. Fantastic. And as he stated in the past, I've actually won more than I've lost with this shirt on before. It's been, uh, it's been, pretty, it uh, it's been pretty successful, actually. So last night, not bad. We hit the under. Easy money. Those first half unders, game under, CFL. Game yeah. goes uh, under. Baseball. Eh. Eh, I hit the, the over in the Yankees uh, Red Sox. Correct. Uh, but Me too. Lost the parlay. Lost yes. the parlay last night. Those the the, the poly public parlays uh, make me puke. Gamblu's right. The parlay puke of the night. I'm Gabe, and it's the, I, the, I, the, the, we're better we off parlaying underdog. Get to, listen I, to this, Ken. Listen to this. I agree. Mike Cardano yep. asked us yesterday. All right, what are you yep. guys taking tonight in the CFL? I don't know anything about it. So he listened to the yep. show, and I sent him the parlay and the picks. He goes, you know, when I was, uh, he goes, I was tailing, tailing your parlay. He goes, I put the two football games in. And he goes, but I wanted more than plus 267. So he goes, I decided instead of the Angels to play Baltimore. He goes, I put 50 Smart. bucks and won 650 bucks last night. That's a smart man, and I'll tell you, yeah, Gabe, no, what did we yeah. say? Again, again. We were scared of Baltimore last night. We were scared of Baltimore. You're right. You know what? I, I, you know what? Enough talk. I'm putting my foot down. No more of these just minus 250 par- parlays into whatever. It's not happening anymore. Individual games. I didn't do it today. Those have to stop. I didn't do no, it. No, I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. I think it's ridiculous, personally. I like, Listen, I like, the, I like the football game tonight, so I went bigger on the football game. And I played individual. I, I, like I played four individual baseball games. I've got a favorite. I've got a moderate sized favorite. I've got a uh, an underdog, and I've got two totals. So no no poly public parlays, no chasing, putting a bunch of three hundreds together. The biggest price I laid, I laid the price with the Dodgers tonight. Took the Dodgers against the Nationals. Yeah, no, I, you don't I, seem I'm with to you agree. on the football. I, I'm not, t- I, I, I told you, I'm uh, just going to be very, very careful with baseball tonight. I think it's. Uh, you say that every uh, night, first... but by 7 o'clock, you're, you're on the Seattle Mariners, you're on the White Sox, you're on the Marlins. Settle down here, settle, settle, settle down here. 
settled down. You're right, though. I'll give you. It's it's, Am I it's mostly true. It's not true. No, no. But I say I even said we were doing the show last night. I'm like, I we should just like we even talked about Baltimore. Good for Cardano. Like I had the nuts to put Baltimore in a parlay. You know, Cam is surly when he's telling me to settle down. Even hey, settle settle down, Rens. I don't want to. It's just uh, no. You're right, though. I I, I got to admit. You know what I mean? We talk talk about the baseball. I am going to tread lightly in baseball, but I really like the I like the football game t- tonight. Gabe, don't you like Hamilton? Don't you think they're in a good spot? Like, are people just going to bet Winnipeg because they're undefeated? We're, you're getting a couple points. They can win the game. I don't they're believe. Home, I don't believe spot. in Masoli. I don't believe in the Ticats. I okay. sort of think that they're like Banks. They're one man operation. Banks makes plays. You know. But I lost. Listen, I lost with Calgary in this spot. It was thirty twenty three. And tell, it, um, this game's going over, Cam. If Arbuckle and that Stampeder offense can lose 30-23 here, I think we're going to have a real fun game tonight. It could be whoever has the ball last. 33-31 type game tonight, Cam. Really Good high scoring. Four. Comes right down to the wire. I, yeah, I, I, I put like twice as much like- on the over because, I don't know, if the side is tough, Cam, Hamilton could win. I'm not discounting. They're good. 36, like, I'm thinking 36-32, yeah, 36-34, Hamilton. Like, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's going to be a huge, huge scoring game. Offense is at a premium. This is the game that doesn't go under, Gabe. I'm with you. I agree 100%. And then tomorrow it could go under again. I like BC tomorrow and maybe the under. But, We're on um, BC. Right now, as it is, I already played it. No turning back. I was at the book earlier in the day. We've got the over in, 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 the, uh, in the football game, and we've got the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers on the money line. Now, we're not going to tell you who we have on the baseball diamond yet uh, because uh, there's still a lot of racetrack uh, left. Um, no yes. doubt uh, we're going to get Bob's uh, plays of the day, and we know Bob's going to like the Yankees uh, tonight coming off a, a real uh, beatdown. Uh, last night. Um, and you know what? Remember, Dane brought it up and said, hey, what do you think about the Yankees at plus 12 and a half? And what did I say? Yeah. I said, you know what? They're already down 12-3. They're going to tap out. They're going to say, this screw this. This sucks. Yep. Ended up losing 19-3. Hard to believe that um, that's the biggest loss against the Red Sox in Yankees franchise history. Yeah. I know. And there have been some crazy games. I didn't think it either. Yeah, the I, Yankees I, I, have I given surprised. up 40 runs, Cam, over the last five games. Their, start, their starters, first time since 1912. Huh. Not good. They got to get. I'll, I'll tell you what we talked about last night with Blewett. The one pitcher is essential. Two would be great. You know, uh, people are sniffing around for Syndergaard, like the Twins. But I'll tell you, the Yankees definitely need one. I'm starting to think, too, because you brought up a great point. What are you going to do when you roll up? Who cares if you can get 10 runs? you got to deal with Cole and Verlander. Hell, even Minnesota, Barrios, Odorizzi struggling now. But the Yankees, we know how good their bats are. But if they don't get another pitcher, that'll set them over the top. If they don't, they're not going to win. If they do it and they get two, they'll probably, they've got a great chance to win the World Series. And I think they're going to go all in. Clint Fraser's a good player, too. I agree. 100%. Yeah, it's like one of the rare deals where, like, oftentimes you're getting prospects, you got to wait a couple of years, but Fraser can play in the big leagues today. He already yeah. showed. He already did play in the big leagues. Now he had 12 yep. home runs. Um, he was playing well with the Yankees. I brought it up at the time when I was the only one that did that um, he did an interview in which he said, you know, he's having a hard time fitting in New York and there's a certain expectation about being a Yankee and about the media. And 
he's tired and he's got to he's going to be himself and and I saw this and basically I said, "Well, this is the end of you." And yeah. boom, he he got sent to Columbus or wherever the hell it is like the next night or Wilkesbury wherever the hell they are and he got he got demoted right, right after. And it doesn't surprise me like like the Yankees don't tolerate any drama cam, like nothing. It's a zero they're like Belichick, like it. it's zero tolerance. You know what I mean? Like the Works. Mets with Vargas threatening to knock somebody F out. That would happen <laughs> in the Yankee clubhouse. Like, they'd, no, they'd cut you and stuff. Opposite. Like, they'd be like, you're done. Exactly. You're out. Like, you can't do that. Yep. Like, they're very by the book, the Yankees. And, you know, it works. It works for them, but they can't. Like, what do you think tonight? Uh, are the Yankees going to bounce back tonight? I'm, I bet the over. I'm going back to the well with the over. How do you not? I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure. This game could go either way, and I'm with the over, too. Paxton's been a gas can recently, and Kashner, since he's got traded from Baltimore, has been worse. Kashner was making us cash when he was with Baltimore. He's had two horrible starts. He's when he's 0-2 is a favorite now, yeah. Uh, 11, 11 runs, sure we can. <clears throat> I, I, I'm with you. But both pitchers uh, don't bring their A game. This game's definitely going over. I have a slight lean to the Yankees, but I don't love it. I'm going to stay away from a side, and in fact, you know what? I think uh, Kashner, I'm the cash man. Cash man. Uh, I think the cash man gets it done tonight and gets a win for the Sox. Listen, man, the the the, the Yankees are just it, they're um, it's been quite a week for them. They're tired, they're worn out. They've swung the bat. They played in these long games. They scored a million runs. They're gonna you know they need Paxton to give them some innings tonight. I think he gets lit up. I didn't bet it. I bet the over only. I got over eleven in this game, but. For everybody, and I see our boy Tommy Z. What's up, Tommy? Tommy's at the tables right now. I like that. Tommy Tables. Um, Blackjack? Sounds like a Bon Jovi song. Tommy's at the tables tonight. (laughs) Um, Asking about the Yankees. I know a lot of people are going to do this at FanDuel. They're going to do this in Atlantic City. They're going to load up on the Yankees after getting beaten down last night, but you can't do that with Paxton on the hill here. You can't do it. Be very careful with that game. It's funny. You know, you can't, you can't set the totals high enough when these guys get together. They just absolutely rake all of them. So yeah, no, I'm with you, Gabe. I think we can get to hell 11 runs. It should be able to get there. Good ballpark. Lots of runs at Fenway. Ding, ding, ding. Lots of doubles off the monster. Keep the line moving. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm with you. The side's tough. I. I have a lean to the Yankees, but who knows? The total's where it's at. Four straight games between the Sox and the Yankees have gone over the number. Eight five, seventeen thirteen, twelve eight, and nineteen three. Listen, we don't need twenty two runs, guys. We just need twelve. Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All 
Uh, game time decisions continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we we're talking about the Yankees uh, game. So you got James Paxton on the hill. Paxton uh, had a uh, had a little run. It two, three uh, quality starts in a row. His last start, he allowed seven runs, four of them earned. Um, that was against uh, Colorado. He's got a 1.47 whip uh, this year. It's the highest of his career. Uh, high, highest of his career. He did uh, beat Boston earlier in the year, and he actually is 3-0 and with a 1.89 earned run average against the Boston uh, Red Sox. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kastner's been hit hard. Uh, he's uh, he, pit- he pitched against the Yankees uh, when he was with Baltimore three times, and um, he was 0-2 with a 6-1-3 earned run average. I think there's runs scored in this baseball game tonight. It's an attainable number at 11 and a half uh, right now. I got it at 11. I preferred it at 11. But the thing is, you know, we, t- we talk about the totals of these games, Cam, when these teams have played against each other at 22 runs. I mean, hell, they scored 30 runs when they were in London. You know, they scored 30 runs in a game. Even yeah. if it's a little lower scoring, you know, I'm thinking this game is a, you know, 7-6 game, 8-6, 7-5. I just don't see, I don't see it as a, as a lower scoring game. I don't think it's going to be another 18-15 game, but I think it goes over the number of this game. No, I'm with you. Um, both both offenses are uh, swinging the bats. And you know, it's one thing, too. The Yankees, after what happened before, they're going to be, uh, you know, while we got dummied by these guys, they're going to have to show some pride, start hitting. Uh, Kashner's been bad since he's gone to Boston. You know, he's been hit hard. He hasn't figured it out yet. And Paxton, uh, the Boston Red Sox will rake. I, I agree. 11 runs, 12 runs. We'll get there. New York Yankees are on a 6-0 and overrun right now. Their last six games have gone over. Uh, the number. Meanwhile, if you look at the Boston Red Sox offense, uh, they scored nine runs uh, at Tampa. Then they won 5-4. They lose 3-2. They put a 19 spot up. The Red Sox bats are starting to come alive a little bit, and we keep waiting for the Red Sox to get desperate. I think that time has come. I think the Red Sox are going to have a big weekend against the Yankees uh, tonight. I think the Sox win the game with Caster, but I only bet the over. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. Let's head to the baseball diamond. Uh, Marcus Stroman, we've got lots of confusion here. Marcus Stroman denying uh, recent reports that the Jays are working on an extension with him. We thought he was going to be traded. He says the Jays front office has not shown signs of signing him to any long-term deal, and he expects to be dealt. Stroman says he's come to terms with probably leaving the city of Toronto. The Yankees, Twins, and Phillies appear to be the front runner for the 20-year-old pitcher services who's having a brilliant year. 
Reports indicate the Mets want Minnesota's top two prospects in their farm system if they're going to trade away ace Noah Syndergaard. The Chicago Cubs have acquired lefty Derek Holland from the Giants today for cash, and the Phillies reportedly interesting in Cincinnati Red starter Tanner Rourke. Here's uh, the baseball board right now. we got a game going off in 40 minutes. Early start Colorado at Cincy. Reds minus a buck 48 and a half. Marquez and Castillo three at 7.05. Dodgers 70 cents at Washington nine and a half. Ryu versus Sanchez. Atlanta laying 40 cents at Philadelphia nine and a half. Soroka versus Arietta. Tampa Bay minus a buck 40 at Toronto. Castillo versus Waggis Pack nine and a half. We talked about it. Yankees in Boston. Yankees laying 25 cents. 11. Paxton and Kashner. Pittsburgh at the New York Mets. Mets laying 75 cents. Agrizel versus Wheeler. Nine is your total. Two at eight ten. We got the Cubs in Minnesota. Twins 15 cent favorites. Nine and a half. Hendricks and Gonzalez. Indians laying a quarter at Kansas City. Nine and a half. Plesak and Junis. Houston and St. Louis. Pick them eight and a half. Irquity versus Flaherty. And the rest of the board. Baltimore and the Angels tonight. Texas at Oakland. A's minus 120. Lynn and Megden total nine. Detroit at Seattle, the Mariners minus a buck 49 and a half. Norris Kikuchi and San Fran's at San Diego, the Padres laying 145.8. Zamarja versus Lucchese. Ezekiel Elliott is still missing in Cowboys camp. The star running back missed today's physical and conditioning run as the rest of the team opened up camp. Elliott, who's holding out uh, for to force the boys' hand for a new extension. He also missed the flight to, to California yesterday. He's seeking a deal that exceeds Rams running back Todd Gurley's four-year $57 million contract. The Pro Bowler has led the league in rushing two out of three seasons in the league. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones not happy. He's late, he said, and uh, but he expects to get a deal done. Waiting game for Melvin Gordon getting a little bit scary. The Chargers running back in danger of missing real games as his holdout threatens to carry into the regular season. Well, the two sides have exchanged proposals. There's mounting pessimism that Gordon may not report to the Bolts anytime soon. If Gordon isn't available to start camp, L.A. is going to rely on Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. The LA Rams have given an extension to head coach Sean McVay and GM Les Snead to keep the duo under contract through 2023. The Rams coach has been a revelation since being hired in 2007 to replace Jeff Fisher. McVay's won 24 games in his first two years and took them to the Super Bowl. The Rams moved to their $5 billion stadium next year, too. The Saints and receiver Michael Thomas close to hammering out a long-term deal. Thomas a no-show at training camp yesterday. He's seeking a contract and an average salary of $20 million. That would make him the highest paid receiver in the league. The 26-year-old currently set to earn just a shade over a million bucks despite brilliant seasons. In three years, he's got 3,778 yards receiving and 23 touchdowns. Miami Dolphins have inked wideout Allen Hearns to a one-year deal worth $3 million. He was cut by the boys last week. He's probably going to be battling for a number four receiver role. Former Green Bay Packer defensive tackle Mike Daniels finalizing a deal with the Detroit Lions, a one-year deal worth $9.1 million, 7.8 guaranteed. Good news for the Lions there. CFL action, battle of the best tonight in Hamilton. Winnipeg, 5-0 undefeated, heads to 4-1 Hamilton. Bombers, two-point road favorites, total down to 52 flat. MLS soccer action tonight. 7.30, we got Sporting KC and NYCFC, NYCFC minus 165. And at 10 o'clock, we have uh, Los Angeles FC minus 200 against Atlanta United. FIFA has fast-tracked the expansion of the 2023 Women's World Cup. Soccer, now they have 32 teams. Hitting the links, round two of the PGA's FedEx St. Jude Invitational from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, we got Matthew Fitzpatrick of England holding a lead nine under. Cam Smith, one shot back at eight under. Most guys are in the clubhouse. Rest of the tour in Reno, Nevada for the Barracuda Championship. We are in a weather delay right now. This tournament using the modified score, Stapleton scoring system. So plus is good, not minus. Tom Hoagie Sandwich currently leads at plus 21. A couple other golfers are plus 20. In the pool, Caleb Dressel has beaten Michael Phelps' longstanding world record in the butterfly today. 
besting his mark by 0.32 seconds with an amazing time of 49.50 in the World Aquatic Championships from South Korea. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe hosts, Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk about the baseball board and some other CFL bets and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. We'll break down the betting board. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage on radio continues live from Studio 34. New York, New York, Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. I am Marenzi, throw it down to Ridge Red. Cam Stewart, I will be back at 8 o'clock uh, this evening. Matt Josephs and Tony Finn will join us from Wager Talk in-game live. ton of baseball games to, uh, to track uh, this evening, as well as uh, CFL football tonight. Uh, we've got a uh, full slate of Major League uh, Baseball this evening, uh, but uh, what's going on, uh, Cam, uh, with the golf uh, tournament? How are your uh, plays doing? Not too bad, actually. We had a we had a good uh, good day today, Gabe. I got to tell you this: Matthew Fitzpatrick had a really nice day on the links. The young Brit. It's funny, Rory McIlroy gets a lot of the headlines, but Fitzpatrick is a world-class player himself. He is right now leading at nine under. He's in the clubhouse after a smooth sixty-four today. Um, guys are lingering. Uh, this is what we talked, and we talked about John Rom, Gabe. We made a good comment. He is three over on the day, so he's gone from first to sixth. Uh, Brooks Kepka made a little bit of a move today. Webb Simpson, a guy that I have, uh, he is five under. Kepka's five under. Hideki Matsuyama, five under, four back. Uh, he needs to go a little bit lower. But uh, so far, the guys are lingering right now. But uh, Fitzpatrick at nine under leads. Who else is there? Cantlay's, Cantlay's three shots off the pace. A lot of no-namers, though. You know, it's more Cam Smith, Billy Horschel. Shugo Imahira from Japan. He's in the three hole at minus seven and a host of others. Five is where it's at. You got Simpson, Poulter, Rose, Kepka, Rom, Matsuyama, all at five under, just four shots off the pace. Fitzpatrick is now favored at FanDuel, plus 480. Cameron Smith, uh, plus 700. John Rom, plus 700. Patrick Cantlay, plus 900. Billy Horschel, 10 to one. What, Cantlay at nine to one? Yeah, yeah. He's yep. good, man. Real well, good. Kepka, like, ten to one. Yep, Kepka. Kep, it's interesting. I would take Kepka. How much gas does he have in the tank? Because he's always close. We talked about Hideki at ten to one yesterday. He's probably still around ten to 12 one. Twelve to hasn't one. Really done anything? Twelve to one. John Rom, yeah, yeah. fourteen so lay, to one. Yeah, and he was. What was he yesterday? Two to one. Yeah, and we said no way. No, no, we said no. So, no dice. Rom can't put it I'm together thinking, four days in a row. Can't lay. Can't lay is a good price. He's a world-class player, 10-1. to 1. This is a type of course, too. He has that kind of killer instinct now, Gabe. That's why I kind of like Cantlay in, in, compared to the get-along gang. You know, he admires Jack Nicholas. He does all of his things. Not a real suave dude that's really, like, going out with ladies, too. He's more focused on his golf game. And I'll tell you, he's, we're going to be hearing a lot of him. Patrick Cantlay at 9-1 to 1 is somebody I'd definitely consider. Well, a team that we're hearing a lot from uh, as of late, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Redbirds. Eight and two yeah, in the last ten high. baseball games. They keep on coming back. Uh, they sweep four game sweep of the uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, and um, you know the St. Louis Cardinals went from being in the wild card uh, mix to being the wild card team to basically now being in a in a division race uh, with the Chicago Cubs. They have a big game uh, tonight against uh, the Houston Astros. Interesting. The Astros just three and six in interleague play. 
uh, so far this year. These American League teams, when they don't have the designated hitter, it's a problem uh, for them. But do you trust Flaherty? Jack Flaherty. We'll hit that and more. Time for our Major League Baseball Rundown. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Marenzi, Studio 34 on Fridays. NFL uh, football now six days away. The preseason will start next Thursday. Just one game. And then the following Thursday, we'll have a full slate of uh, preseason games. That'll be uh, Thursday, August the 8th. And um, so that's sort of officially week one. So you got the 8th, 15th, 22nd. Boom, 29th, and then uh, following that, and regular season NFL uh, football will be upon us. So it's really not all that far off. Cam is talking about being very selective uh, tonight on the Major League uh, Baseball uh, board. We'll run through all the games, uh, but um, uh, Bob uh, Bob has been uh, patient, and uh, we get uh, bragging Boston Bob's best bets of the day. What's up, uh, what's up, Bobby Boast? How you doing? Hi, Cam and Gabe. Hello, Bob. What's up, Bob? I just got home from work, right? And I looked at my uh, Yahoo account and my uh, email, and I got a free $10 bet from Twin Spires, and I just did a $2.40 uh, Superfecta at World, and I won $73.68. Wow. Hey, Bob, you're really good with the horses. Keep it up. Well, you got to box them. Ten cent supers, box them, and any order comes in. You know, it's only two dollars and forty cents a race, so it's not bad. Good job, Bob. So two forty. I got a free ten dollar bet. Yeah. I got a free ten. I didn't expect that when I got home from work. That's see, you're a high roller. They 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 yeah. they comp the high rollers. Well, if you get the high roll, you're in trouble because you got to pay those taxes on every race you make. <laughs> so if you make like 200 a race, you're fine. That's not bad though. So what what what, what do you what do you got coming up, Bob? Why don't you give Cam a, a winner here, right? Now? Cam, are you betting the ponies right now yeah. as we speak? I am. I'm actually looking. Next race, Gulfstream goes off now. Uh, Saratoga. Yeah. I'm on okay. the one horse at the next race. What do you like, Bob? Okay. I. Usually, this is how I go. I go, like, uh, I have the two, four, six. No, no, two, four, eight, okay? So then you look at those three, right? And then you pick the rest. You just pick one number. That's how I do it. So you're winning these horse races by simply taking the two horse, the four horse, and the eight horse. With all? Or with a couple of. You're boxing it, and you're adding one more in. Yeah, just 
just like when I used to remember that guy, uh, Lady Margot, down in um, the other one in Tampa Bay Downs. She usually gives her numbers, and I just add it one. In. So that's how I do it. Well, it's been working for my brain. Wow. Like, that can't, you don't need a racing form. Have, have you ever bought a racing form, Bob? No, I never do. <laughs> I do it on my what own when I do. Uh, what were your numbers again, Bob? Bay. Two, was it? Two, four, and two, eight. Two, two four, eight. Two, it's four, eight funny. this time. I'm looking at Woodbine. Yeah. It went six, eight, seven, four. So he had two, four. Oh, yeah, I don't like betting Woodbine. Okay. That, you got to pay double amount. That's too much. Yeah, it's they're like for, it's a high roller track, Bob. They don't, they don't like 10 cent supers. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's in Canada. What can we can tell you? No, I'm only kidding. I like Canada. I want to go see Toronto. I want to see that. Well, you should, Bob. wants to see you. I haven't gone there yet. Have you yeah. been to Canada okay, before, Bob? Yankees, Yankees pissed me off. What? Have you been to Canada before? Have you ever been to Montreal? Yeah, I went to Montreal. I love the subway system down there. Beautiful subway system. Are you going to say you love then the we women went there? To Quebec. Yeah, he likes the subway we went system. To Quebec, and we, we saw that changing of the guard up there. Well, that, that that was probably you know, Ottawa. Yeah, that's no, Ottawa. it's Quebec. It's a Quebec city. It's okay. All right. Like there's all right, a yeah. goat. Okay. There's a ram in there or something. A goat or ram in there, and then the people shit. The color guards come out. That's what we saw. It's a there. goat. I was a young guy at the time. Ram. All right. Ram. Okay. So, uh, so okay tonight. Yeah, you're taking the, the Yankees. Yankees going to get their revenge. Yeah, they're going to get their revenge on Cashner. Cashner can't pitch out of a paper bag. You know, if he tries to, he won't be able to. Then I'm going with uh, Houston Astros over St. Louis. Ooh. And I'm going to take the Blue Jays over Tampa Bay. Race. All right. A little live dog. dog. A little live, live, live dog there. All right. Okay, Bob, congratulations mm-hmm. on the uh, – congratulations on another yeah, another horse win. What did uh, – I know. I can't believe it. What did uh, you serve for lunch today? Oh, today we had spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, delicious! I gotta be come to your senior home, Bob. And what? Got tang? Good food. What? What'd you say? Spaghetti, meatballs, and tang? No, no, and Italian bread. Oh, an Italian you know, bread. Like, Italian, uh, Italian bread. bread. All right. Okay. Bread. <laughs> Italian. And applesauce. They had applesauce today. Applesauce yeah, for dessert. Something like. Yeah, you don't uh, have to yeah. bite into that. Or uh, banana. It's good for people with no teeth. If you got no teeth, yeah, that's why they have all the puddings, Cam. Yeah, and the apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, pudding. The pudding day. Did you ever see that? So have you got? Hey, a, uh, oh yeah, kid. Have you got a date yet, there, Bob? What? Like, if you you hooked up with one of the? Uh, I'm telling you, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, you're you're. I'm trying to hang up. Trying to hook up with this nurse, Stacy. She's oh. Oh yeah. Huh? She rocked my world. <laughs> How old's the nurse? She. Oh, she's like she's younger than me. She yes. probably. Eleven years younger than I. Yeah, see, that's the problem, but Bob. Like that—that's what I'm saying. Like H O T T. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But like, I know, I'm not. You've got, yeah, you got to keep it. You got to keep it. You got to stay in your lane. So, you find, find yeah, a nice, yeah, find a nice slow lane. There. I got to stay yeah. in that right-hand lane. I can't go in the fast lane. Gabe's in the fast lane. Oh no, Gabe's I'm on, I'm in the ditch road. on the side of the road, Bob. You're the one winning. Be- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about girls. We're not talking about betting. <laughs> you get all the, the girls. Yeah, well, you're a stun man. You're the side of the ditch, Bob. All right, Bob. God bless you. Okay, nice talking to you.
All right, Bob. You too. Have a good one, Bob. <laughs> Think with Bob and like, no, I didn't mean I'm not saying that Bob's not a looker, Cam, but it's sort of like oh, when no, Bob was it. trying to score with Michelle Serpico. Like, yeah, like yeah, I'm just saying, Bob, like, yeah. you know, yeah. like a nurse 11 years younger, they like, yeah, you, you set I'm yourself up for failure, Bob. That's all I'm trying to get yeah. to. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like like you, you got a Maxim model who's 25, 30 years younger. You probably should just kind of go, so, hey, maybe like, go I don't know horse, what uh, Stacy looks like, could meet somebody. but I'm assuming yeah. a nurse that's 11 years younger than Bob named Stacy's pretty not, sharp. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to play. You got to play in your own league, Gabe. I'm with exactly. you. There's nothing. You know, it's, it's, I, I think that's great advice. All right, then Nithin. All right, we got we got about two minutes for the break, I believe. Nithin in New Jersey. What's up, Nithin? How you doing tonight? Uh, man, uh, I miss uh, I miss Michelle. Where is she, by the way? Um, she's probably on the beach right now, not thinking about us, <laughs> Nithin. Having a my time. She's not missing you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, no, she's uh, on Twitter. Nice girl. Send her a tweet. Uh, but yeah, yeah, she's 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 happily. Uh, She's uh, she's living up by the beach area in the ocean and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, I want to talk about the, the Yankees, and I'm, uh, I think uh, as a Yankee fan, I think we took a tough loss yesterday. I turned off the TV at the sixth inning. I couldn't watch anymore, so I turned it off. <laughs> uh, so I so I went out last night with my friends to the nightclub. Uh, I went to the club last night, so I just went there, and then uh, so now hopefully tonight they can bounce back with Paxton. I think tonight is a big start for Paxton because uh, I feel like uh, the Paxton hasn't been 100 uh, hasn't been what we expected to be. So if he can bounce, if he can rebound from his last start tonight, then I think uh, that that'll be a big start for him. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be the over. I agree with you guys. Over 11 runs, I'll take the over, and I, I'm picking the Yankees to beat the Red Sox tonight, 15 to five, and uh, see what happens. I mean, 15 to 10, I think. 15 so, to 10. What happens there? Yeah. Wow, 25. So, uh, that's a lot of runs, but, but, uh, Yeah, but uh, to, to your uh, pitching uh, uh, thing, hey, Cam, uh, like you said, the Yankees might need two of, the, two of them to, uh, to get over the hump, but I think the two pitchers that I want I want as the Yankees, uh, either Stroman or Bauer or Stroman or Bumgarner, do you, do you think it's possible? No. I don't know if you can get both of them. Maybe uh, one, you'll be happy with one of those guys. More That's like a Mike Minor type. We'll see like, if they can get a Minor, maybe a Stroman. Uh, thanks, Nathan. See, Cam, you're big homers, these Yankee fans. Eh? All right, Yankees yeah, well, win 15 5. They're shopping expensive. 15 10. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Season-long fantasy football drafts and full swing and roto experts have you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best match-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the roto experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. 
Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam. The Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. All right, so uh, we'll get down to uh, these uh, baseball games. Uh, news of the day has pretty much uh, been uh, upset running backs in the National Football League. Uh, Zeke Elliott, not a lot of leverage right now uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, so much so that no leverage that um, he's got two years left on his deal and they can franchise tag him twice. That's like four yep. years that you don't really control anything, uh, Zeke. And listen, Jerry Jones has been good to you. And Jerry Jones won't screw you. So I understand his perspective, though. If you look at Zeke Elliott's numbers, Cam, they're like Walter Payton and Jim Brown. Like, basically, like he has the most yards out of anyone in the history Amazing. of the NFL yeah. in the first three years type of deal. He is their offense. But. He is that good. <laughs> and he doesn't like, uh, he doesn't like um, you know, the fact is he sees Amari Cooper making big money. He sees Dak Prescott's about to get money. He sees people on the defense, Lawrence, et cetera. Everyone's gotten paid on this team. And another thing is the Cowboys were just evaluated as the most valuable team in the world, right? $5 billion. I talked about this earlier in the week. The Dallas Cowboys made a million dollars a day uh, last year in profit. That's just from the Cowboys alone, let alone Jerry Jones' other business interests. So they made $365 million, Cam. You're the best player on the most expensive team in the world. He wants to get paid like it, right? I mean, he's, you know, really, if I was Zeke Elliott, I would play through this year and then basically fully sit out next year if they didn't handle it. I totally understand getting frustrated going into the final year of your contract and teams saying, you know what, we're going to run your ass into the ground and then we're going to lowball you after this. Yep. Right? So I, I get that. So Zeke Elliott's going to be back. Melvin Gordon will come back too. I think it'll get a little ugly. And Philip Rivers saying we're deep at the position today isn't going to help anyone. That's just going to piss Melvin off. It's going to be an eye opener to everyone else in the room that basically Philip Rivers will throw you under the bus if you have a contract situation. That he'll take the the owner's uh, side like quarterbacks often do. And I remember last year, as soon as the Steeler players started chirping Le'Veon Bell. And the offensive lineman, I knew that Le'Veon Bell would say, you know what, I'm not playing with these guys ever again. And he admitted that recently. He said that it was very jarring to see his teammates take ownership side over his. And yeah. it's just, it was a bad look for Phillip Rivers. To, yeah. I'm surprised that he did it. Yeah, the, and you, I think you bring up the best point. It's interesting. In these debates, it, it always seems like the quarterback who gets taken care of is always on ownership side, but it's a team game. And you know, Gabe, yep. in football, with the Eagles that you have, one little cog that's out of place can be a bad thing. Philip Rivers, you know, everyone talks about, oh, you know, the eight kids, whatever, Bible thumper type of guy. But, yeah, I, I don't think that's in your best interest, too. And remember what Melvin Gordon said before. The players got my back. Other running backs across the NFL got my back. So that's kind of interesting. You're right. That is not going to help the situation. As for Elliott, this is my take on the situation. He is one of the best. Like, he is so good. It's ridiculous how good he is. But, Gabe, the incidents, the issue at the concert, go out there and play your ass off this year, and then you're going to get taken care of 
for the rest of it. It's just, I understand where he's coming from, but one more year, you say, you deliver, you you put in an amazing year, and all this stuff will, will go away. I just don't like the fact that, you know what I mean, the character stuff, and then you're still sitting out of camp. Don't worry, buddy. You said it. Jerry Jones loves this guy. He understands how good he is. He's going to get paid. I just think it's a little bit too early to have that stance if you're Elliot. I agree. Um, you're going to get taken care of. You're going to have to. You've been to, in the league three listen, years. Exactly. You know, You've been in the league like three years. Keep on doing you're it. not going to reinvent the wheel. You're going to get paid. You're going to get that big fat one contract out of the Dallas Cowboys. Melvin Gordon is interesting. I was surprised. If you remember last year when Melvin Gordon, um, you know, Mel, uh, Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell is basically, you saw Le'Veon Bell saying, stay strong, I've got your back. And other players are going to take uh, Melvin Gordon's side in this. But I remember, and Marshall Fox said this, and it surprised me, because you figure Marshall wouldn't even say something like this out loud. But a couple of other former players and big-time players said Le'Veon Bell should report to the Steelers and then get hurt. Basically, screw them. Show up and then say, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 I'm hurt. Can't play, I'm hurt. And be forced to get paid. And if I'm Melvin Gordon, I'm not going to give up the $6 million. Melvin Gordon's going to show up. I tell you what, Cam, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Instead of going for those extra couple of yards, man, I'm stepping out of bounds. I'm just being real. You know, that's, that they've, they've shown. I'd like to be, this is like Newt Rockney and a Disney movie, Cam, about we're all in this together, but they're not in it together. It's clear. Philip Rivers just let you know we're not in this together. It's the first day of camp, and the quarterback throws him under the bus. Not, not August 29th, like, oh, we really need him. No, 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 right away. Eh, we're deep anyways. In other words, F you, Melvin. I got my money. You know what I mean? You should be here. And I know, you know, I told Feinberg, look away from my Twitter account for a couple of minutes before, but, you know, Phillip Rivers came into the league in the exact same draft as Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning came. That's four Super Bowls, buddy. To none. And, <laughs> and you know yeah. what? The Chargers have been pretty stacked over the years, bro. It's not like, you know, the, were the Giants ever great, even the Super Bowl teams that won? Yeah, what, what uh, Nelson, uh, you know, what, uh, Victor Cruz? Cruz. You know what Good, I mean? Great defense. Mario great Manningham. Defense for those Giants teams. Random Jacobs. Teams. But you're right. No. Nope. I'm, I'm just saying, the one before, common theme yeah, no, of the Chargers' no. failures over the years is their quarterback. He's been the guy there the whole time. He gets a free pass, but he's the first to always point the finger and, oh, gosh dang, and blame the teammates. The media love him. You know what I mean? Cromartie's got a bunch of kids, and he's a scumbag that can't keep his dick in his pants. Philip Rivers has a bunch of kids, and he's a God-fearing great father. Right? Like, it's just, you know, certain guys get that pass no matter what happens. But Melvin Gordon will show up. But like I said, Melvin Gordon shows up, Cam, then what's the, you know, I wouldn't bust my ass. What's the point? You're still going to get the same amount of money from teams anyways after. Oh, well, it's hard, though, Gabe. It's one of those things. How do you look at it, right? Like some people, you go to work and you will deliver, but you're right. In the back of his mind, if this continues and you start not to get support from the guys on the team that you love, a.k.a. the quarterback. Well, let, the me, guy, let me ask you, Cam. Draws that stir of the drink. But let, let me ask hey, you. Hey, man, we, 
What hey, if, but honestly, but even yeah, what, what, what if, if from our perspectives, you've been you've been you go to work all the time in any type of situation. You honor a contract, you honor a job. I'm not saying comparing it sports to a job, but yeah, no, that's but, the way you look at a job, you know? Like no, if they told me if they told me, if they told you right now, right. all right, great job, Cam, but you know what? We'll talk in September whether we're gonna need you for the football season. Yeah, it's that'd be <laughs> So what how what how what would your attitude be after that? You'd be like F this be, place. I, I'd be pretty like I work. I work here for five years and they don't, you know, they're going to leave me hanging coming into September for the football season. Oh, you bring up excellent. What the difference? This guy sacrificed his body for them and they're telling him, well, whatever, dude. Philip Rivers just said. And another thing is Philip Rivers, the leader of this team. Philip Rivers basically could have said, we really need this guy. Philip Rivers just sent a message to the Spanos family that, eh, whatever. We're deep without him. Don't pay him. Like, there's, it's very, like, and another, people don't realize this. Like, athletes are very sensitive, all right, and thin-skinned. Like, I guarantee you right now, Melvin Gordon's like, oh, really? Oh, Phil, that's cool. It's cool to know, like, just yeah. like that after one, I'm not there the first day, and I'm done to you. And other players on the team will say, damn, he did Gordon like that? He'll do me like that. Now, Alvin Kamara's going to be in New Orleans thinking, wow, man, I'm going to get screwed over just like these guys are got screwed over. Like, and, you know, it's just, it's a domino effect. Rivers should know better, but he showed his true colors, right? It's always about the team you bring up- as long as, like, he, they're paid. Ben Roethlisberger did the same thing. Le'Veon should be here. Whatever. You're rich. You got paid, Ben. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent point. And another thing is in the running back position with Le'Veon Bell doing that stuff, he wanted to help these guys down the line. So it's interesting. The people that have supported Melvin Gordon have been other players around the league more so than the players on his team, which is kind of crazy when you really think about it, right? Like the other running backs are like, yes, yes, yes. We have to get paid. Le'Veon Bell, he sat out a year because of this. You're right though. The lifespan of a running back, they do have to get, they, they have to get paid. Melvin Gordon, despite of what's going to happen, Gabe, he's done from the chargers. They might sign him for one thing. If it's not a long-term deal, he gone. He's going to go and go, you know what? You did me like that. I'll go to another team. So I don't think he's going to be wearing uh, the lightning bolt very much longer. No, I, I think he's, he's pissed. He, he he seems really pissed about but, it. Too. Like, but there are, and you never know what's true. But there's there's grumblings, or at least the Chargers seem to leak that that the Chargers offered him ten or eleven million dollars a year. That they actually have. It hasn't been like no 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 no. We're not. We'll talk after the year. That they said yeah yeah. Well let's talk. How about ten million dollars a year? And I guess they went up to eleven million dollars a year, which is pretty good for a running back, to be honest. That's- that's very good. But, I'd accept that. But, yeah, so you can't say, oh, the Chargers are, like, screwing him. They're not fully. Like, the Steelers were screwing around with Le'Veon Bell. They kept on franchising him. You know what I mean? The Steelers were playing games with Le'Veon. The Chargers really aren't. They said, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll sign you with a contract extension. How's $10 million a year? You're making 5.9 now. It's a raise of $4 million a year. He's looking at Le'Veon Bell. He wants, like, $15 million a year, which... Yeah. He, he's not He's not going to get it. No. Like, there's not going to be a bunch of teams out there that says, you know what, yeah, we're going to give Melvin Gordon $90 million. It's worth 10 or 11, though. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, game top decisions continues. Let's get to uh, the Major League Baseball board. Atlanta and Philadelphia, big series this evening um, in uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, of course, spent a ton of money in the offseason, and they're not done yet. The Phillies are linked and uh, are being very aggressive and trying to uh, to load up and go on a, on a playoff run. Uh, here, the Philadelphia Phillies are five and a half games back of the Atlanta Braves. Um, Braves uh, have a four and a half game lead on Washington. Washington play the Dodgers uh, this weekend, so we have we have some big time series as these games are starting to count, especially with the trade deadline around the corner. Um, I did not play this game, uh, Cam. Atlanta and uh, Philadelphia. I passed on this one. I I, I like. Uh, I, I like the Braves in this spot. I don't love it, but Soroka, I have no problem with laying, you know, 35, 40 cents with Soroka with Jake Arrieta. He's uh, Jake Arrieta. The problem, though, is you get good Jake and bad Jake. What Jake shows up tonight? I'm hoping bad Jake. Small play on Atlanta in this game. On my book, it's a buck 37. I think it's the most places a buck 40. I think that's a pretty good price for Soroka. I think Atlanta will get it done on the road, but this team has been my Achilles heel game. This could be the it. If the Braves don't get it done today, uh, they might get on the band list pretty soon. Yeah, the Braves have been screwing me for years. They screwed me earlier in the week uh, when they lost to Kansas City. Um, so listen, Soroka has been unbelievable on the road here. He's 6-0 and on the road with a 1-1-3 earned run average in nine road starts uh, this year. Um, he's been dominant. Arietta going into the All-Star break, was really struggling. He gave up 15 runs, 28 hits over 16 in the third innings. But as you stated, he has the capability of being good. I'm going to pass uh, on this game. I understand the Braves' uh, look here. I don't trust Philadelphia, but it's just one of these games that, to me, it's a division rivalry game. It's in Philadelphia. I just can't make a strong enough argument for either team. Yeah, I'm on the Braves. Small small play, though, Marenzi. Small play. Crazy. So there's been some games. Uh, the lines have really skyrocketed. I'm glad I got on some of these uh, games earlier uh, today than rather than later. Um, so the L.A. Dodgers, uh, L.A. Dodgers uh, tonight uh, at Washington. Both teams six and four in their last uh, ten games. The Nationals, though, really played themselves into the playoff uh, picture and uh, are competing right now, even for a, uh, a division title uh, right now. Uh, you've got uh, Ryu on the hill here tonight against Annabelle Sanchez. Um, Sanchez is 6-0 and at a 2-7-0 uh, earned run average in his last nine starts, which is uh, somewhat uh, somewhat of a surprise, I would have to say. We know how good the Dodgers uh, pitcher has been. Uh, Bellinger is Cody Bellinger. Listen, the Dodgers are just a juggernaut, Cam, and... Uh, but you could argue, listen, you're getting a very good Washington team as a pretty big home dog here with a pitcher who is uh, who who um, is 6-0 and in his last uh, nine starts. 
But nevertheless, I still like the Dodgers here. Yeah, no, I, I think this game could go either way, Gabe. And the one thing is, I'm with you. Uh, Raul's had a fantastic first half. I'm not sure he can keep it up in the second half. You said it. Sanchez has been very underrated. Um, I would have originally taken the Dodgers, but just there's so much. You know, when I look at Washington, they're, they're a scary team right now. You're getting a buck 45. Like, I can't expect Ryu to keep up the form that he had in the second half of the season. Sanchez at plus 145 looks good to me. I kind of want to take Washington. Haven't pulled the trigger yet, Marenzi. It's tough, though. I'm not laying a buck 60 with Ryu. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays on, on the board. Tough here game. Toronto tough game. Blue Jays, worst hitting team in baseball, Cam. Team collective batting <laughs> average, 231. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. 231. Bieber. Bieber Shane Bieber made Nearly them no look like him. a T-ball team. I know. That's a, that was a great game. One hitter. And, I had the uh, under. That was it's an inter- Yeah, no, no. That was fun. Those, Diego those were Castillo. We had the under. He's a reliever, so they're doing, it's one of these deals. They're going to pitch a bunch but of so dudes. Is, so, but so is Vegas back uh, going for the Jays, right? He's basically going to be a spot starter, too, or probably only going to go a few innings, right? Called up from AAA Buffalo a while ago. So, yeah, it looks like this is going to be like a bullpen game. I expect both of these guys to be out probably in the third inning, right? For me, it's Tampa or pass. I didn't play it. I'm going to I'm gonna pass. I'm going to pass on this game. Yankees. You know, Bob, Bob, Bob Boaster likes the Jays. Yankees and Red Sox. We talked about this game pretty uh, at length uh, earlier. You got Kastner and you got Paxton. Kastner struggled against the Yankees. Uh, this year, Paxton uh, has generally uh, struggled uh, this year. This is a big spot, and Nithin brought it up, actually. It would help Paxton's um, credibility with the Yankee clubhouse and Yankee fans to sort of stop the bleeding tonight. Somebody's got to step up. I mean, the Yankees, you know, they're, they're, they're on a run right now. They're, their pitchers haven't given up as many runs as five games since 1912, guys. It's been over 100 years. So something's got to give. One of these nights, uh, one of their pitchers is going to like be mowing everybody down. But I don't think it's tonight. I think the Red Sox bats are starting to come alive a little bit. I think the Red Sox realize that it's sort of now or never that, you know, it's not the, the end of the world for the Red Sox. They're in this thing. But we keep waiting for that little run. And I tell you, the Yankees have been beating the crap out of these guys recently. They beat them up earlier in the Bronx. They smashed them when True. I went to London. And you saw last night, payback was a bitch. They put up 19 on them. Sure I sort was. of think it continues tonight, to be honest. I think the Red you know Sox what, Gabe, are going to win. I didn't bet it, but I, I bet the over. But I think the Sox win again tonight. I think you're on to something. I just like, you know, you're not going to flick a switch. You got to remember, I think the Yankees' bats are a little bit tired, too. They've been doing this to other teams. That series in Minnesota, man, that must have taken a lot out of them. They're, they were batting and scoring tons of runs, both teams. But I'm with you. I think uh, the Red Sox understand they've been embarrassed by this team. And when you get up for the Yankees, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. The one thing they'd love to do is punch their rival right in the face and embarrass them as they did the other night. You know what? Maybe you're you're, you're onto something, Gabe, with Cashner there. I think Boston might be the play in this game, and uh, we're going to get some runs. I, I I really, you know what? I'm starting to read your mail. I, I do I do agree with Boston. They keep the momentum up and uh, take another one. Granky, don't you lose that number. Lose that number. Granky. Zach on the hill against uh, Alcantara uh, tonight in Miami. Alcantara is a weird guy. He's kind of dangerous. Zach Greinke, on the other hand, you know, I don't want to lay 84 cents. I like Arizona, but it's one of those games. Miami could be sneaky. They're playing a little bit better. Marlins are pass. 
Yeah, yeah. Plus to me, 164 yeah. Like, not... right now at FanDuel. I mean, yeah. they could win the game. That's, it's a good price. It's a. I almost want to take the Marlins in this spot, but I am going to pass. Uh, Arizona should not be a buck 80 in that spot. They should be more like a buck 55, 60. I'm going to pass. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and, like the New- the Mets. and the New York Mets. And this one surprised, you know, not surprises me, but we've got movement here and it's fading me. I played under nine runs in this game earlier in the day. I played under nine runs, Pittsburgh uh, and the New York Mets uh, here, and it's up to nine and a half right now. San Diego are like 13 and five to the under in their last 18 games. And uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Frank Stample is able to uh, roll the A and the Ooh, R. Well, Agrizal. What, Agrizal? Yeah, yeah, yeah Agri- but he, Agri- he does it with the, like, the, the nice roll. Agri- yeah, Agrizal. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Agrizal. Yeah, Agrizal. Agri-Zal. He's been solid, this kid. Over, under. Now, I think this game, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, under nine and a half. That means you need 10 runs to beat you here against Zach Wheeler, who is probably Zach Wheeler's last start as a Met. I think they will trade him. I don't think they're going to trade Syndergaard, but I think Wheeler will get dealt. I like Wheeler. I, I think this is a spot where he's going to bring his A game tonight. I think he's going to lay it all out in the line. I think he's going to pitch his ass off. I don't like to lay uh, 60. What is it? Oh, holy geez, it's up to 68 cents. It's a hell of a lot cheaper earlier on. I like the Mets in this spot, Gabe. I'm not dicking around with the total. I don't know what Agrizal is going to do, but he's been decent earlier. He can be hit. Wheeler, I think, is going to pitch well. I have no interest in the total, but I have an interest in the New York Mets. Interested in the, in the Mets, uh, Cam. On the Mets, I am on the total. I wish I was getting it. It, it. it is what it is. I mean, I got it at nine. Now it's nine and a half. I would have preferred it, but you know, if we got a push, we got a push. If not, we would lose it uh, anyways. The Cubs in Milwaukee, another big series uh, here, Cam. Kyle Hendricks against your boy, Gio Gonzalez. Gio. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Gio's been okay. Uh, Kyle uh, Hendricks, is, he's, he's decent. I'm going to tell you, this is a very big series. You're absolutely right here. Uh, I really don't want to lay 20 cents with, the, with Gio Gonzalez and the Brewers, but I think at home they have a little bit of an edge. Uh, I'm going to pass on this game, but I do lean Milwaukee. Interesting to note. What do you Ch- think? Chicago Cubs. 19 and 29 road record is the worst uh, road record in the National League. Yeah, yeah interesting. They that struggle. makes me want to take the Brewers more. Do you trust Gio, Gabe? Uh, Kristen Yelich batting 400 during a 13-game uh, hitting streak right now and has uh, reached you know uh, base successfully in 19 consecutive games. You sold me. I'm on Milwaukee. I'll even trust Gio tonight. My old friend wow. Gio. Only 20 cents. It'll make a small play card. I like Milwaukee. I like what you told me about that Cubs road record. Milwaukee needs this series. They're at home. Huge series when Chicago comes to town, too. It's, Cam, a big, it's, it's, like an, it's, an, it's, it's an NL Central game, buddy. It's going to be a heart attack, Cam. Uh, so it's a Maylox game. It's a Maylox game. Already, hey, it's a Pepto-Bismol it's game. It's funny you just mentioned that, Gabe. I went to the drug uh, store before the show, and I, they had Eno on sale. You remember Eno. old school Eno? Yeah, 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 Eno's the best one out of them all. You know the effers that you put the powder in? Yeah, Eno's the one with the water, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows the best. But it man. doesn't trust taste me. good, but it works, right? Uh, uh, trust me, I know all types of liquids and uh, and uh, anti-acids and every, all that what? stuff. I've tried them all. Pepto the Bismol does jack. That does nothing. That thing. No, Pepto Bismol does. If you got yeah, if you got a little bit of diarrhea, it'll maybe like help you get to the toilet in time. But you're right. The Pepto Bismol is single A ball. It'll. It, but I'll tell you, like if you want to play in the major leagues, I'm telling you. Even I bought the Alka-Seltzer tabs. They go in the water. They melt. It takes too long for them to go. Eno's already in powder form. You take one spoonful of that in water. It is so much better than Alka-Seltzer. Eno is a winning product. 
I bought some today. And I'll need it tonight. So, yeah, I was, I was saying. <laughs> Milwaukee, Chicago is an Eno I'll be moment. I'm watching the CFL game. Oh, man, my oh, guts are wrong. I'm just, I, I, just, I just don't need a night like that tonight. Like, can't we just win? Like, All let's right. get the over in the CFL I got game. It. We'll, blast through, we'll blast the rest of the game. Yep. Can't go to the pitch. we only got a couple minutes. So, Chicago <laughs> at Milwaukee. It's going to be a stress job. Cleveland at Kansas City. Cleveland at Kansas City. Royals have been scrappy. Jacob Junis on the hill here tonight against, uh, against Plessick. Like, I like Kansas City. Houston at St. Louis. St. Louis uh, are smoking hot. They're going to – I think they win the game. I think they beat them. I brought up Houston like are three game. and six in their last nine interleague games. I think St. Louis beat them, but I, I didn't take it. I can't bet on everything. Baltimore and L.A., there's no way in hell I'm laying minus 210 with the Angels. Borchakowski pitched his ass off against uh, the Red Sox, too. Remember that nine strikeout oh, game? Yeah, yeah. Watch out for this game. Uh, I don't trust Tropiano. Take Baltimore if you want to take a little shot there. I'm actually I'm looking at Baltimore, but I haven't taken taken them yet. But I'm not betting Angels. Texas at Oakland, any interest? That's uh, Lance Lynn. They're, yeah, they're fading. Uh, they're 2-8 and eight in the last 10. Uh, Texas way. They screwed us last night. So, Megden, minus 120. Yes, I like Oakland tonight. I'm going to pass. Uh, San Francisco at San Diego. I played this one. Dude, I don't understand. The, 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 the Giants get no respect from the betting market. Take the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. I already played them, plus 124. All very small plays. Like, yeah, well, Gabe, you said it. You you, you absolutely called my lie on the air. Oh, I'm going to tread lightly. I got one, two, three. I've already think I got five or six baseball games, so I lied. Yeah, and as who, yeah so who do you got? I got uh, Milwaukee small play. I like the Minnesota Twins tonight. I got it at a buck fifty-five. Right. It's up to a buck seventy-five. Uh, San Francisco, Oakland, Minnesota, CFL, uh, CFL basketball, uh, CFL football tonight. Hamilton plus two and a half. Hamilton plus nine and a half. Over forty-five in the over fifty-two. What do you got, Gabe? All right, I'm going with the over in the football game, guys. Give me the over in the game. Winnipeg Blue Bombers on the money line. My baseball picks: Dodgers to win the game, the Giants to win the game. Padres, Mets, under nine. Yankees, Red Sox, over 11. That's Dodgers to win, Giants to win. San Diego, Mets, under. Yankees, Red Sox, over. See you at 8 o'clock. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Turn a little PGA uh, talk. NFL training camps uh, have opened up pretty much across the board. And uh, we've already got a bunch of injuries. Uh, The New York Giants, uh, Sterling Shepard, fractured thumb. Um, Corey Coleman, done for the year, although... Corey Coleman uh, was pretty much uh, done for the year three years ago, uh, people. And uh, Corey Coleman wasn't going to bring much to the table uh, anyways. Uh, but we just heard uh, Cam bring up uh, Zeke Elliott. That's not a surprise. Zeke Elliott's not going to show up until the, the final possible moment. Basically just uh, skip camp and um, whatever. What are they going to do? Nothing. Uh, Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, starting to oh, think that this Melvin Gordon stuff could actually get deep and, uh, and ugly. Cam Stewart, what's going on, Cam? 
You're absolutely right, Gabe. Melvin Gordon thing, he said it too. He's like, listen, I'm not screwing around here. I want a deal. He's on the last year of that rookie deal. And when he came out of Wisconsin, you know, solid running back and all. But I'll tell you, when, when Eckler and Jackson filled in, they did a hell of a nice job for the Bolts. So I don't think, uh, I think it's a different situation. You bring up a really good point with Elliott. They'll bow down to him, even though Jerry Jones is saying he's late. Well, you know, they'll work that out. And they also don't want to get him, him all worked up before camp. But the Gordon thing is very, very different. I'm with you. And I think uh, this could drag on. They're talking in, in, into regular games. And, hey, Eckler's moving up draft boards and, and Jackson, too. They did a great job when they filled in for him before. Yeah, they did, uh, but they're not Melvin Gordon. No, they're not. They're not. And, you know, this is Melvin Gordon, you know, is sort of a, a case study. But listen, basically, we're in an era right now when nobody really respects um, respects running backs very contract. much. But and I'm contract. about contracts. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm talking about <laughs> running backs. People don't respect the running back uh, position. Uh, we live in an analytic uh, fantasy world now, and people ever think running backs are replaceable. And in some offenses, they are. I don't think the sky would fall on the Chargers. Um, without him, uh, but at the same point in time, if you know Philip Rivers' window of opportunity isn't um, isn't that big right now, and you can talk about Ecker, you can talk about uh, Jackson and stuff, uh, Cam. But what if one of them gets hurt, right? Then we got a real problem. Yeah, and then, yep. and then they they have a, and, it's and they have big big problems. <laughs> it's it's a debate of running backs want to get paid, teams don't want to pay them. I think what'll happen, listen, Melvin Gordon's going to lose $40,000 a day if he doesn't show up soon. It's that, that We're not at that point yet, but he doesn't have the type of money that Le'Veon Bell had before. But he saw Le'Veon Bell uh, do the exact same thing and end up on the New York Jets. And Philip Rivers talking about how deep they are, essentially saying we don't need Melvin Gordon, isn't going to help uh, the situation. But uh, we'll get into that and more, but Banda will step up and in. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently.